This is Gemarin Ksubis, Daf, Ayin, Dalit, of learning for this month, the month of El has been generously sponsored as incredible Schosil and Neshama, Festo Rezal Basra Meir, Mirza Shand learning in Tar Chabura, should bring Esther Rezal Basra Meir to an higher, higher place in Ganeidel Shel Mailam. We pick it up, we're holding on. Ayin Gimelam and Beis, in the middle of a lengthy discussion on Machlekes Abaya in Rabbah as to what is the Machlekes Rav and Shmuel. And the question is, we originally explained the sheet of Abaya that he learned the Machlekes Rav and Shmuel is whether we say, whether we assume that a person would never make his act of consummation into a, his act of Tashmish into a Znos, or do we say no? And that's how Abaya explained the Machlik as Rav and Shmuel. Rav came along and Rav said no. That is not the Machlik as Rav and Shmuel. Rather the Machlik as Rav and Shmuel is when one marries two women. The first woman he made a Tanai that you have no Nadarim. The second woman he made no such Tanai. But it's the fact that he made the Tanai with the first woman indicative that he's really Machbid, that his wife doesn't have Nadarim. And of course the question is, now... He finds out that the second wife actually has Nidarim. So what do we do right now? Do we say the fact that he made it tonight with the first woman is enough to show that he didn't want Nidarim with the second woman? And therefore, there's an issue with the second marriage or no? So Abaya had two questions that we ended off yesterday's share with, and now Abaya continues. So Ranayin Gimelam and Beis, about 10 lines to the bottom, the first word on the line is Adaita de Kedushin. Eisvei asks Abayo, Harini If a man says to a woman, I'm going to sleep with you, we're going to have Tashmish, we're, in order to get married, of course, in order to fact Kedushin, there's three ways to get married, Kesef, Shtar, and Bia. So he says, I want to get married to you via Bia on the condition that what? My father says it's okay. Says the Raisa, even though the father does not want, they're still married. Says it's dependent upon whether or not the father wants. So that's a price. Now explains the Over here, this is comparable to a case of one woman having an issue. Because we see over here, there weren't two women. There wasn't such a scenario in which he made uh, tonight with one woman and not the second, but rather the tonight was made with the exact same woman. And what do we see? We see that there's still a machlaikas, whether they're married, upligi. We see the Tanakam and the and Yuda argue. So seemingly this argues in Rabbah. Because the whole premise of Rabbah was that the only time we're going to have a machlaikas is when it is two women or when it is similar to two women. But Rabbi held that whenever it is one person, it's obvious that he did not wave, he did not, he was not Michael, he's Tanai. And since in this scenario the father did not consent, everyone should agree the condition is not valid. So the fact that we see that there is a machlaik is whether or not the condition is indeed Chal, is indeed married. We see now like Rabbi asks Abayo, answers the Gemara, Rabbi again deflects and says, no. The reason why the rice is different, what did this man mean when he said, on condition that my father consents? So one man, that means, 
that if the father is quiet, that's enough. Umar Savar, and the other Mandamar holds no. The father has to say yes. So it's an internal machlaikas, explains Rabbah, as to what were the words of the condition when this man goes to a woman, sleeps with her in order to affect Kedushan, and says, my father has to consent, my father has to agree. Did he mean that his father has to agree explicitly, or is implicit being quiet enough? And therefore Rabbah again deflects the challenge and says that this is not indicative that everyone would agree in such a scenario that they are not married because he would be Michael tonight. Ace Abai continues. We're now holding five lines to the bottom. Moidib Chacham Rabeliezer says the rice. The Chachamim agreed to Rabeliezer Bikatana Shesiyah In a scenario with a Kitana who's married off by a father, Viniskarsha. And then what happened? And then she was divorced, meaning her father accepted a Gedan for her. And as we learned extensively in the Gemara Yavamos, this is what was considered that she is a Yisayma. A Yisayma means she has no father. But over here, since she got married and then divorced, she has the status of a Yisayma. She has the status of an, of an orphan in the lifetime of her father. And then what happened? Her original husband comes back and marries her again. And then that husband dies. So what is her status? Because she has a very unique status. On one hand, she did, she got remarried. And she got remarried at a time that she had full control over herself because she had previously got married and divorced. Or do we say no? At the end of the day, she is a kitana. So says the Bryson, Now what's the story? She has to chalitza to the brother. Or I should say the brother has to chalitza to her. And not Yibam. Why? Because the original Gerushin, the father accepted a get on her behalf. That was absolute. But says the Gemara, the Chazara, her act of remarried was not complete. So now explains Abaya, is when she got divorced and remarried all while she was a Gitana. Let's say she got divorced while being a Gitana. But then she got remarried while she was an adult. Or she actually got remarried when she was a Gitana. But then we got the law at Slai. But then she grew up and now she is a Gedaila with that husband who mace, and now he dies. Then explains the Raisa, she can do Chalitza or she can do Yibam. And now who argues as we turn over to, as we turn over to Ayin Dalet Omer Alf. Misham Rabbi Ezra, Even in this case, she has to do Chalitza and not Yibam. So explains the Gemara, and now is where Abayah jumps in. But over here, this is all involving one woman. What was the toys in this case? Was the fact that she got married while being a Kitana, which does not work on a Daraisa level. And now the question is, then she was together with her husband when she was a Gedailah. As we said, she stayed married to him and then grew up. 
And now the question is, is the fact that she stayed married to when she became a Gedayla, does she has, is that act of staying married when they slept together, is that considered a Kedushin? And we have a Machleikas. So again, Abayas Rabba, according to you, Rabbi, everyone should agree that in such a case, that it is not a Kedushin. Answers the Gemara, Hasanami, Rabba deflects again, Everyone knows that what he did while they were Kedanin is nothing. Meaning, don't bring me a raya from this case to a regular case of Tashmish between husband and wife. Because in this case, everyone knows that the marriage that was while they were Kitano, she was a minor, is nothing. So now when they're together, when she's a grown-up, that act, everyone has intent for Kedushin. No, people don't honestly know that detail. And when they were together, it was with the mindset of the original Kedushin. So again, Rabbi deflects and says that this Braisa is a side Machlaikas. This Braisa is a Machlaikas whether people are aware that Kedushin Kitana is nothingness or not, and whether they have the mindset at a latter Kedushin in order to, if a ladder Tashmish, when they're Kedailah, to affect a Kedushin or not. After all the questions on Rabbah, Rabbah holds his own. Finally, says the Gemara, to Manami, Arayo to Rabbah. Someone does Kedushin, Eresin, with conditions, Ubal. And then they're together without saying anything. Just like Rabbi said, both Rabbi and Shmuel would both agree they do not need a get. Why? Because the marriage is nothing. Why is the marriage nothing? Because even though they were together, they were ball without any stipulations. The fact that he made the stipulation at the time of Aresin Sands and the subsequent Tashmish is almost meaningless. And therefore everyone agrees they do not need to get when they find out that she indeed has nadarim, because the marriage is void. So says the Gemara, and again, let's just remember our names. This was of Achar Bar Yaakov, in the name of Rav Yechanan, concurring to the opinion of Rabbo. Eisvei asked the Gemara of Achar Bar Bar Asked the Gemara of Achaz, his sister's son of Ravika, asked Rav Achar Bar Yaakov from the following Braiso. Chalitza mutaz kesheiro. Says in the rice, and this is of course something that we learned together in Yevamos. Says the rice, chalitza mutaz. Someone does chalitza by mistake, which will explain what this means in a moment. It's kosher. Ezei chalitza mutaz. What does this refer to? Amrei shlakish el shomer loi chalitza ubekachata konsa. If someone says, let's do an act of chalitza, and via the chalitza, you're going to be married, which of course is not the correct mechanics. Chalitza severs and removes the bond between woman and brother. But they said, let's do it on condition to be married. Explains Rav Yechon. Whether he had intended not her. Whether she had intended not him. Chalitza doesn't work. Until they both have Kavana. That is what Rav Yechelen says. And Rav Yechelen continues and says, And you're suggesting that the Chalitza is kosher? 
How can you say that? If the fact that they did chalitza thinking it's Kedushin, that's going to make it work. Rather, explains that's not what I meant. Kol Rather, the case is, you know what, chalitza mutas. When the Bryce there says, chalitza, that's my mistake, it refers to, where he says, do chalitza, so that she gives you 200 zos. So in this case, they had in mind that the chalitza should work, even though they didn't necessarily receive the money. That's to what this chalitza mutas is, and that's the reason why the Brisa is teaching us that it is kosher, meaning it is kosher even if the 200 zuz is not given. Now, explains the Gemara, and this is going to be the kosher, Alma, so ask the Gemara of Akbar Yaakov, excuse me, that what do we see? We see that once you do a Maisa, it shows that original condition is nothing. So I asked the Gemara, how can you, Rav Akbar Yaakov, concur with Rabba that the subsequent Tashmish? does not show that the original Kedushan Al-Tanai is nothing. We see clearly in a Bryce that you're of the opinion that doing a subsequent Maisa makes the original Tanai nothing. So Rav Barayakov responds, oh, excuse me, one second. Rav Barayakov responds, Omar Lehi Barbe Rav Shaper Kamrit. He responds to him and says, Barbe Rav, he's talking to his nephew, Yutama Chacham Shaper Kamrit. Are you asking a good question? Meaning, the reason the Brisa says the Chalitza is good, you're saying is because he's Michael tonight. Is that really the reason? Mechdi, let's see. Call tonight, Michael Gamrinon. Where do we learn out of tonight from? From the story, Ruvain didn't want to cross over. Territory Israel, never they were made a Tanai condition with them what they had to do in order to receive their land, Averly Yardain. Tano, definitely Kiyumai de Shliach. And Kiyasa, Mavi Tanai. And from there we learn out a very important rule. We learn out all the rules of conditions of Tanayim from the story of Vinay Gadamine Ruvain. So explains Yavachavar Yaakov. We learn out from there that only if you have a condition, a Tanai, that's possible to be filled via a Shliach, that is good tonight. But any tonight that cannot potentially be filled via Shliach is not a good tonight. So the reason why the Chalitza Mutas, the Chalitza and condition that you give to on is not good, is why? Because since Chalitza is an entity unto its own, the Chalitza cannot be done via Shliach, which of course. It's based on the entire story of Chalitza. We learned to Yivamos. But you can never tell a Shliach. If you give, if someone gives you 200 Zos, then you can do Chalitza for me. Because the Chalitza has to be done only by the Yavam. So that's why Rabbi Chabar Yaakov says, in this case, the Tanai is no good. Responds the Gemara, one second. But Tashmish, of course, is an entity which cannot be done via Shliach. And yet... Yeah, we know that if someone does Kedushin with the Tanai, with the Kedushin, that he wants it to work, the Kedushin should only be effected via 
Tashmish. We know it works. Yet you're telling me that no Tanai in the world should ever work if the Tanai cannot be fulfilled via Shliach. And this Tanai certainly cannot be fulfilled via Shliach. Explains the Gemara, no. The reason over there that it works, making a Tanai via Tashmish, is because we compare all the different ways of getting married, as we said at the beginning of today's year. The three ways to get married. Learned out from the Pasuk Vashil We learn out that the three ways of getting married, Kesef, Shtar, and Bia, all are equal. And since Kesef and Shtar could be done via Ashliach, one could give money, one could accept the document via messenger, even though you cannot perform Tashmish, of course, via messenger to get married, still a Kedushin with Tanai for Tashmish would indeed work. So the Gemara's question of Achariyakov falls off. Says the Gemara, Omar Ravula Baraba, Omar Ula, Omar Ravalazar, Makadesh, Bimilva Ubal. Seemingly random, but a first cousin to what we're discussing. If someone gets married, Bimilva, someone gets married with a loan, Ubal, and then he's together with this woman. Meaning, someone says, let's call it Ruven says to Rachel, be married to me with the money that I had previously lent you. And instead, meaning he doesn't actually give her money for Kedush. He doesn't actually give her the ring. But rather, he says, the money that I once upon a time lent you, that money is yours. And with that, we're going to get married. And then what happens? Ubal. And then they are together. I'll t- ask this Bryce, I'll tonight, uh, excuse me. I'm going to remember Ubal. I'll tonight, Ubal. Or if someone says another case, I'm marrying you with a Tanai, and then he sleeps with her, and they never had, did the Tanai. Or they try to get married with less than a Shavar Pruta, which of course does not work, and then they slept together. Everyone agrees they are considered married, even though the original words that were said at the time of Arison were not fulfilled. But since Ubal subsequently they slept together, Everyone agrees they're married. Similarly, the same din, they need to get a get. And over here, now the Gemara says, Why did Rav Ami say it's only the case of Bachs Meshava Pruta? Because only in this case, people never make a mistake. People don't actually think you could get married with less than a Shava Pruta. So therefore, when they slept together, that showed that they didn't care about the tonight. But Ravami says the other entities, the other conditions that he made, that he wants to get married with a loan, or al tanai, and then they slept together, does not mean that he wants to forego his original tanai. Amachlaikas, how far we take this principle that their subsequent act of Tashmish foregoes the original tanai. Similarly, the same din, they got married with his tanai, but then they were together. It's considered that they are married even if the original tonight was not fulfilled. This is a story, says the Raisa, and the Chacham did not have the power to lease her without a get. The Gemara explains, That which we just saw in the Raisa of Rav Kahana, which made the Ula, that the Chacham did not have a power to release that case without a get, that comes to exclude from the following Tano. Four lines from the Brisa, bottom of the Ahmed, the Brisa learns out in the name of Yishmael. The Pasuk says, with regard to a woman who we're suspecting to be, that was Mizana, and she, was not forced. 
then the halacha is that she's not going to stay with her husband. But we know that if a woman is ma'anes, if a woman is raped, then Mutaris, she's not going to stay with her husband. Mutaris is another woman that even though she was not forced, is allowed, even though she was forced, excuse me, even though she was not forced, excuse me, even though it was consensual, she's still allowed to stay with her husband. What's this case? She got married by mistake. There was a condition that got messed up. That even if her son is riding on her shoulder as we turn over to is another short Ahmed. What's the halacha? The halacha is she could refuse and walk away because she could walk away from the marriage and there's no need for a get. According to Rabbi Yishmael, we do not assume, again, the fact that they were together means that they wanted to waive the original Tanai. And since he never fulfilled the Tanai, she's allowed to just walk out of the marriage. So what do we see when all is said is done? There certainly are cases if a man marries a woman, al and they later on stay, uh, have Tashmish together, it is a point of debate by a rabba what exactly happens. But continues the Gemara, continues the Gemara, what we learned in our Mishnah is that if a woman has Nidarim, or if a woman has a mum, that could indeed make the original Kedushin Nachal, so says the Gemara, what about if a woman does something after the marriage? We're going to start the next Gemara, and with this we're going to conclude. Tanu Rabbanan, the top line of Ayindal Mebis. What happens, a man, again, the same case, he got married al Tanai that she has no Nadarim, and she had Nadarim, but then she went to the Chacham, and she got rid of her Nadarim. So now, what's Allah? She's a woman without Nadarim. Mekudashes, they are married. Let's say they got married and she had a mom, but then she went to a doctor and got healed. Then they don't stay married. Says the Gemara. I don't understand. What's the difference? A very fundamental principle in all of Nadarim we get to learn right now from this Gemara. Explains the Gemara. That a Chacham, when he gets rid of the Nadar, he makes it subsequently. He makes it as if she never had the Nadar. And since she never had the Nadar, they're married. But the doctor only heals them from this moment and onward. And therefore, indeed, she had a moment they got married. And therefore, the marriage, Enoi Mikudashas. Ask the Gemara of Atanya. We learned that the Chacham, Etir, 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 Enoi Mikudashas. The Bryce puts them both together. Oh my Ravalakash, Rameyer, or Ravalazar. Oh, Rameyer, the Mardi Mardi Din. One is the condition, the, the Din. The first price is Rameyer who said, a man is okay with having his wife be embarrassed in Bezdin. And therefore, when he made it tonight that she has no Nidarim, he did not mean to say that the marriage is no longer if she could go and be made for the Nadarim, person never wants his wife to have to embarrass herself by going to Bazdin. And therefore, what was the husband's condition when he said, Amanas, you have no Nadarim? They have no Nadarim. Aye, she could go to Bazdin and be made for the Nadar. No, the husband does not want that. Comes out a little bit interesting. He'd rather divorce her. But the husband does not want his wife to go to Bazdin <coughs> to annul the vow. Therefore, even though she could, she did actually go find that Pesach and get rid of the vow, Lamaisa, there is Eno Mikudash's due to the original Tanai. Says the Gemara, Mahi, what is this Machlegs, Rameyer, and Revelazar, the Tanai, and the Mishnah? 
Hamoiti is Ishra Misham Nader. If someone divorces his wife because of a Nader, lo yachzer, they cannot get remarried. Misham Shemra. If someone divorces his wife because there were suspected rumors about her, lo yachzer, they cannot get remarried. Rabbi Yudaimer. Call Nader Shadabo Rabbin lo yachzer. Lo Yadabo Rabbin yachzer. He says, if you don't know. It depends. Is this a Nader that people knew about? If it's a nether that people knew about, then indeed they can't get remarried. But if it's a nether that no one knew about, then he's allowed to remarry her. And here's Rameir Oimer called Nether Shazar Anything that needs a chacham to get rid of, then says Rameir, he doesn't wife, he doesn't, he doesn't mind. And therefore, kol nezar chakiras chacham lo yachsir. Shenezar chakiras chacham yachsir. Rizav liyazar oimer. Echad tzarech vechad enay tzarech lo yachsir. Liyazar says in either case doesn't make a difference. Why? Because a person never wants his wife to go to bezdin. And therefore, says Rizav liyazar, whether it needs a chacham or not, they cannot lo yachsir. You cannot remarry her. So what do we see? We see that this Mishnah is the Makar that Ramey and Rav Lazar are arguing whether a person wants his wife to be embarrassed in Bezdin. But the Gemara is going to explain this. But before we actually explain that, Bryce, the Gemara gets involved. Excuse me, Amr Rav Lazar, Asru, Sarech, Al-Memei, She'enai, Tzarech. Different Lashayinis, whether we read the parentheses or not. Or we say that Rav Lazar holds that Le'asru, they forbade them only from getting remarried in a case, Tzarech, when you need a Chacham. Why? The same din, Rav Lazar holds in both cases, in other Moshe Tzvaz, Ishtay Bebezdin. We're going to explain this Machlikis Rameh and Rav Lazar a little bit further. But first, the Gemara is going to dive into Shitas, Rav Yehuda, my time is Rav Yehuda. But we'll pick it up from here in the next year, B'Siyat Dishmaya.